Welcome back to the second part of the message from Luke chapter 8, verses 16 through 18, entitled, Let Your Little Light Shine. Concerning the prophet Hosea, the Bible says, When the Lord began to speak by Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, and then finishes with what God said to him. The principle is that before we speak for God, we need to hear God speak to us. Here's Pastor Tim. All right. Now, we're, we're, we're two-thirds of the way through our verses today. We looked at verse 16, verse 17. But it's verse 18 that tells you why Jesus tells this parable in the first place. And you see it in the very first word. He says, therefore. So what's the therefore? Therefore, it always points you back, doesn't it? Well, this time it points you back to verse number 16 when he begins this parable. So what he's trying to say in verse number 18 is, this is what this parable is about. You know, I don't really have to wonder. I, I want to I know. And so he tells me specifically. And boy, am I surprised. It's not what I thought. You know, I mean, if he's talking about shining your light, I, I'm thinking the point of the parable really is to share or to talk or to speak up. It's not really the point of the parable, is it? Here it is. Number one, don't be afraid to speak up. But number two... Do be attuned to listen up. Do be attuned to listen up. You see, the parable is not just about you talking. The parable is about you listening, isn't it? Listen to who? Listen to the Lord. You listen to Him. You listen to Him and He will open up opportunities for you. You listen to Him, and He'll let you know how to let that little light shine. You listen to Him, and He will guide you in every step that you take. You listen to Him, and He'll tell you how you ought to share that testimony, what your life was like before, what your life's like now. You listen to Him. All right? So how am I supposed to do that? Number one, I think you need to hear with attention. Hear with attention. If we say be attuned, that means like you tune your radio into a, to a certain station. If you've got one of those old radios, you know, where the dial, you know, you just crank the dial, and it just, the line shifts back and forth. You know how it is. Sometimes you just get that line just a little bit off, and suddenly you can't hear it very clear. You've got to back it up just a little bit, right? Get yourself attuned. Get yourself ready to hear from the Lord. How do you do that? Number one, I think you get together with an open Bible. And that's God speaking directly to you. Everything that you need for life and for godliness, He is captured in the pages of this book. I read a statement today that came from a very famous pastor right here in Georgia who said, our faith isn't dependent on 66 ancient books. (laughs) Well, It might be an ancient book. It might be an old-time book. But it's the new-time book. It's the anytime book. It's the every time book. It's the book. Our faith is dependent on this. This is the revelation of God Himself. When He speaks to you, He speaks to you directly off the pages of this dear book. So when you listen, if you want to be attentive, if you want to have attention, pay attention to what He says. Then you also want to be in tune with the Spirit of God. You let the Spirit of God take that Word of God and apply it directly to your heart. And you're listening. You're listening this time not so much with your ears. You're listening with your heart, aren't you? You want to know what it is that God has to say. Did you notice in this passage 
that when he begins in verse number 18, he doesn't just say, therefore, take heed that you hear. He says, therefore, take heed how you hear. How you hear. You remember Samuel in the Old Testament? Little Samuel living there in the church house with the preacher and the rest of the people. And suddenly, Samuel hears a voice in the middle of the night. Samuel! Samuel! He didn't know what to do, and he didn't know who's calling him. So what does he do? He jumps right up out of bed, runs to the preacher, and says, I don't know what's happening, but this is what's happening to me. The preacher finally is wise enough to be able to say, you go back to bed. That's God talking to you. When you hear that again, you simply say this, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That's what you say. By the way, let's take a moment right here. I mean, we may be two-thirds of the way through our passage. You might not have paid a whole lot of attention up to this point, right? But maybe this is a prayer that you pray right now. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. I'm listening, Lord. I want to hear from you today. Speak, Lord. I want to hear what your word has to say today. Speak, Lord. I want you to open up those opportunities for me. You speak, and I listen. That's listening with attention. Number two, I want you to hear with action. Hear with action. He says, take heed how you hear. Take heed. Heed has to do with obedience, doesn't it? It means not only do I hear, but I heed, I obey. I'm not wanting God to speak to me just so I can answer the questions in Sunday school. I'm not asking God to speak to me so that I might feel my vast wealth of knowledge. I want God to speak to me so that I might know what to do. So that I might know Him and that I might know the action that I ought to take. It's the Spirit of God in the book of Isaiah behind me whispering in my ear, This is the way, Tim. Walk in it. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear this is the direction. Here is the opportunity. Here is the open door. I shut that door and I shut that door and I open this door for you. I want you to go through that door with action. I want to be obedient to what God has to say. By the way, with that, uh, with that theme in mind, this verb, take heed, <laughs> is an imperative. It's not a suggestion. He's not giving you a good idea. Hey, here's a, here's a great idea. You, you should probably do what God's telling you to do. That's not what he says. It, he says, you take heed. You do what I'm telling you to do. You listen, and then you obey. Samuel's not saying, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening so that I can go right back to sleep and sleep ha or dream happy dreams. I want to listen so that I might get active. I hear with attention, I hear with action, and I want you to hear with an appetite. To hear with an appetite. Look at what he says in the next sentence here in verse number 18. He says, for whoever has, to him more will be given. Let's put that in the context of what we're talking about today, about sharing our testimony. Here's the point. You begin to share your testimony with somebody, and you know what happens? You get an appetite to share your testimony. You get hungry to do that. 
You share your testimony, you share the gospel with one person, and really, I'll tell you the truth, it really doesn't matter how they respond, you want to do it again. And then when you do it again, guess what? You want to go do it again. Again and again and again. Let me give you an example from yesterday. Yesterday was wonderful. Wonderful. God just, he just blessed and gave people a listening ear and a hunger that we just don't see very often. I, I think that has a lot to do with your prayers. Anyway. So in the middle of the day, Tim Williams, you remember Tim Williams who came and preached for us not too long ago. Tim Williams is the one presenting the gospel to the whole crowd. He calls everybody together, which we really didn't know that he was going to do that at that point, but he calls everybody together, shares the gospel with them, leads them in a prayer, and then says, how many of you prayed that prayer for the very first time in your minute? Something like that. You know, raise your hand. Man, these hands go up everywhere. You know? And so then he says, okay, he called on me, and he called on Jimmy Blanton, and he called on a couple of other guys, and he said, I want you guys to go over here to the, to the area, whatever. And he said, I want you to go stand over there. And he said to all those other people, he said, I want to say one word, I want to say move. And when I say move, I want you to go over there to these preachers, and I want them to help you. Okay? So he goes, one, two, three, move. <laughs> I mean, this mass of people, like 30 people, whoom, you know, I mean, they just come swarming over there like a, like a tsunami wave of people. It was incredible. So I just grabbed five of these guys. King was the guy that was right there in front. I grabbed King and all of his little friends, and we just kind of went over here to the edge and uh, began to talk to him and make sure that they understood this decision that they had made and talk to them about what they ought to do next. And, you know, just like Joseph today. You know, getting baptized, we need to talk about those things. And, uh, and so we talked about those, and, and uh, Kathy, Kathy Dean, I spotted her, and I said, Kathy, I need a, I need a card. I need something to write, write with. I don't have anything to get any information from these people. So she gave me a card, and so I had them all fill out the same card, you know. So I get through with them, send them on their way, and then I go to the Good News Tent where uh, Bo Falk is sitting, and, uh, and Bo is the keeper of the cards in that particular tent. And so I said, Bo, I need, some, I need some cards. I got a bunch of names on this one card, but I need to put each person on their own card. So I'm gathering up all that stuff. And before I can even sit down, here are two girls that come up. What's this, what's this tent for? What's good news? <laughs> Listen, you want a softball? <laughs> there you go. Hey, what's the good news about? You know, so I get to share with these two little girls, you know, and we're, and, we're, and we're sharing the gospel. I'm talking to them, and I'm just finishing up with them, and I've got these cards and, and sent them on their way, you know, okay, y'all go have fun, here's your stuff. And, uh, and then I go back around the table, and I sit down. I, I do make it all the way in the chair this time. I sit down, and I get the pen, and two other little girls walk up. And then another little girl walks up. And so after I lead those three to Christ, uh, you know, just by sharing the gospel, sharing testimony, uh, they, they all three pray to receive Christ. And so I'm giving them Bibles, and I'm giving them tracts, and I'm giving them er everything I can gather. You know, hey, take, <laughs> take it all. And so I'm giving them all this stuff and just talking to them. And five more kids walk up. And one little girl says, I want a Bible, so I just finally said, go ask Bob. <laughs> ask Bob how you can get a Bible. And, uh, and just finishing up with him. The point is this. When you share your testimony and you're faithful to do that, God's going to give you more opportunity to do that. He is. You share your testimony, and I guarantee you, you will get a hunger to share your testimony with other people. 
You'll refine that testimony. And you'll be able to tell them in such a way that, that they see the light. And that maybe you're able to bring them to Christ and just simply introduce Him to them. You know? Man, it's good. I want you to have with an appetite. Whoever has, hey, more's coming. Now, communist friends don't like that. They want everybody to be the same. The reality is that it's not the same, is it? You share the gospel, you're going to get more opportunity to share the gospel. You're going to see opportunity to share the gospel. Hey, have you ever bought a brand new car? Maybe, maybe a car that you've never had, you never have had that kind ever before. Suddenly, what do you see on the road? <laughs> it seems like everybody's got that kind of car, right? That's what happens. You start sharing the gospel, suddenly you start seeing all kind of opportunities to share the gospel. But Jesus finishes this with a warning. <laughs> I wish it was finishing up on happier news, but it's finishing on something that we need to hear. Yes, I'm to hear with attention. Yes, I'm to hear with action. Yes, I'm to hear with an appetite. But I want you to hear with an awareness. Something to be aware of. Something to beware of. Something to be warned about. It's the flip side of the coin, isn't it? Look at how verse number 18 finishes. And he says, whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. He's not talking about taking your salvation. He's not talking about taking your story. But he is talking about taking those opportunities, isn't he? Listen, if you refuse to share your testimony, you're too embarrassed, you're too afraid, you've got whatever, whatever reason that you've got that you're just not going to do that, it's going to seem like your opportunities just dry up. It will. I mean, it'll seem like it's as dead out there as anywhere you've ever been. You know what? There were some people who would not go down to South Columbus yesterday because they were afraid. They're afraid of what they see on the news. They were afraid that God wasn't going to keep us safe. They were afraid of awful, awful lot of kind of reasons. You know what we found out there? <laughs> Fertile soil, ready to receive that gospel news. If you don't go, you're not going to have those opportunities. But when you go, you get more and more and more opportunities. I don't want you to get a hardened heart towards the things of God. I don't want you to become bitter towards Him. I want you to walk in freshness, to be able to say, you know what, when I share my testimony, I don't want to just tell you what happened when I was in the sixth grade. I don't want to just tell you what happened when I was 17. I want to tell you what God's doing in my life right now. Right now. You just sang it a while ago. He's always working, right? Even when you don't see it, He's working. Even when you don't feel it, He's working. He is working in you. He's working on you. <laughs> he wants to work with you. And He wants to work through you. You got a little light, don't you? Then let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I'm going to ask you to bow your head and pray with me. Jesus, I want to pray first of all for those in this congregation, those that are watching from home, those who know that they know that they've been saved. 
Father, I pray today that you would whet their appetite that they might share their story, that they might share your story. And Father, I pray that you would give them great success. And I understand success is not defined by somebody's response. Success is defined by my obedience. And so, Father, I pray that you'd help them to be successful in that. Father, I pray for those who don't know you. Maybe they're, maybe they're sitting in this very room today. And they're just like Joseph was a few weeks ago. Who understand that they need forgiveness more than they need anything else. Father, I pray that today is the day that they see the light and that they give their heart to you. Father, I pray for our church. I pray that you'd open up opportunities for us that are multiplied hundreds and maybe thousands of people who will hear and receive the gospel because of the work that you're doing at this lighthouse. Father, bless these moments. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. Compel us, urge us, push us to do in these moments what we ought to do as we do our business with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Stand with me where you are. If I can help you, I want to. If you just want to come to the altar. I think that's great. I want to show them to lead us. Sing, pray, come on. Sharing the message of Jesus is not easy and sometimes not received. The beautiful thing is we can still love and continue to share the love of Christ through our actions and investing in people's lives with Christ's love. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast. <laughs>